0: Hey Is welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm Jonathan London, your host. If this is your first Geekscape, wait, where have you been? I've been doing this for 13 years and um, been enjoying most of them. I gotta tell you Geekscape, is I hung out with one of you, my good friend, Alex, who used to listen to Geek Drum. That was the podcast I did for a year before Geekscape. And, uh, and I hung out with Alex, we went to a concert. We went to Bowling for Soup and Real Big Fish, uh, two bands that I've worked with in the past. Um, I actually never did a Bowling for Soup video. We, we talked about videos for a long time, but I, you guys know I did some Real Big Fish videos, and we went to a concert Sunday night, and we hung out here in LA, and if you guys wanted to go to San Diego Comic-Con you didn't get a chance, really, go back in the feed one episode, and it's like you were there. I take you behind the booth, I interview some of the people who were at uh, the booth with us, from Geekscapists uh, like Derek Kranevelt and Matt Kelly, who helped run, the, uh, help run Geekscape, To people like Daryl McDaniels, DMC from Run DMC, we talk about all sorts of stuff. And it it was a great week. It's still kind of a blur. If you go on the brand new geekscape.net, you can see an article that we put up where each of us talk about our top three things from Comic-Con 2019, uh, and we've listed them all. And so I think the combination of that article in the last episode is your San Diego Comic-Con 2019 if you weren't able to make it, so... Live through our eyes as hopefully you've done for the last 13 years. If this is your first Geekscape, that's the kind of stuff we're going to be talking about. Some pop culture, movies, video games, comics. I like to sit down with a storyteller and I like to talk about why they tell stories. Uh, as I said in my article, I don't really love or care about too many of the parties or installations or announcements. A lot of the stuff that we experience in San Diego Comic Con that, that are being thrown, you know, pushed down our throats, things like new shows and so like that. That stuff's not going to exist in a year. A lot of that stuff gets canceled. A lot of that stuff, you realize, uh, had a big investment at Comic-Con, and then by the next Comic-Con, the investment's been canceled, and they, they're, you know, corporate uh, entertainment is on to the next big thing, or the next big star, or the next big pilot or initiative. Uh, because that also has become a blur, the thing that I really care about is the stories. Why do we tell them? who we sit down with, and really the community. You guys, people like Alex, who lives in Hong Kong, who found himself in L.A., and we went to a concert together after I hadn't seen him in probably over 10 years. Um, Geekscapist, this is your show, this is your community, and I'm really invested in continuing to build it, because that's what gets me fired up. That being said, I like adding to the community. Sometimes that means I go on the Internet, and I see some of your Instagrams, and you guys are sharing some really funny stuff on Twitter, like... Old videos from the 90s. <laughs> I'm really leading up to this episode today because I've got my good friend Steve Sobel on the show. And Steve, I came across, uh, he came across my radar because I think it was uh, our good friend Ralph Oppel um, who does the Kaiju cast. Um, he's a geek a long time. He came by the booth at San Diego and the week before, two weeks before, I'm on his uh, VCR, VHS, like... Instagram page that he just kind of posts like clips from really bad movies, and usually they're action movies, and they're stuff that's really up my alley. Um, this clip he sh- he put up was from the late '90s, and it was an N64 like inner company um, promotional video, and it's talking about all the hot new games that are coming to N64. And I'm guessing this thing's from like '96, '97. And, um, and it had this host who is just swinging for the fences. I mean, we're talking, I mean, you guys know from past episodes that, like, one of my heroes in broadcasting is Greg Kinnear, back when he used to do Talk Soup. And Greg Kinnear was the man. I think he's so funny and Oscar nominated for As Good as It Gets, Greg Kinnear. Um, and when he was on Talk Soup, there's just really nothing better. I think the equivalent today would be. Um, I, I think that the Daily Show took a bit of it. I think that um, Colbert and uh, Last Week Tonight, this week tonight, you know, that kind of stuff with John Oliver. That's kind of the equivalent of what Greg Kinnear did so well on Talk Soup. And he was my hero in high school. I was like, damn, I'd love to do this stuff. Also in high school, this video comes out, and I remember it. Jonathan was stocking the shelves at Blockbuster. And, on, and, and the N64 was right there. Do you, I mean, those of you who are old enough, do you remember the N64 sitting in a Blockbuster? And during inventory night, there was nothing for us to do for hours while we're doing inventory. So why not add a couple 30 minutes to your day and just go over to the N64 that's sitting on the, on the sales floor and just play it? I remember beating Super Mario 64 in a Blockbuster. Now, one of the videos that they used to play in the Blockbuster were these VHS tapes that we would always have to rewind and restart it from the beginning. And these were promotional Nintendo 64 videos where you would have a host on a green screen doing much like Greg Kinnear did for Talk Soup, And he'd be talking about all the latest games for N64. We've got Donkey Kong Country. We've got this and that. And it's Star Fox 64, the greatest thing ever. And they're doing the improv and they're doing the comedy. And they've got the Sugar Ray haircut, (laughs) all that late 90s stuff, you know. The puka shell necklace. It's really late 90s-ish. So, I remember that video. And my good friend Ralph Oppel put it up on his Instagram. A clip of this stuff. And I am just going to use the word cringy. I mean, today in 2019, you watch that stuff and you're like, damn, how did we ever think that that was cool? But it was the coolest back then. You wanted to be that person on that video. You wanted to have access early to the latest N64 games. You wanted to be... Steve Sobel. And Steve Sobel is now sitting here with me.
1: In the flesh, for real. <laughs> you, 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 know, uh, uh, I, you know, I've got to live the life that Steve Sobel actually lived, which is very exciting for me. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, right we, on, right
0: on. We were all watching that video. <clears throat> me and my friends were sharing that video online. We're just like, holy shit. Uh, and I said, I, I found him on Twitter. And I was like, I, I need him to come on Geekscape and mm-hmm. talk to me about this period of the late 90s. Sure. When I'm guessing you're a fresh face actor out here in LA, mm-hmm. and you're doing kind of the kind of stuff that I used to do for Break Media and different companies where um, you would do those green screen stand ups and say, hey, these are the latest movies on DVD. These are the latest things on. We did the YouTube reaction videos, but this is before YouTube. Yeah, this it's is be, before yeah. Reggie at E3. This is before the Nintendo Directs. Right. This is before all that stuff. All we had, we didn't have the internet. We couldn't go on YouTube to get yeah. all the access to this shit. All we had was. With Steve Sobel? That's it. You had me.
1: I was your gateway to everything cool in the world. I'm so sorry for
0: you. No, <laughs> I th- I, <laughs> you know what? I think we turned out all right. We're sitting in your house. Right. We're 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 yakking it up, yeah. and you seem like the coolest dude. Oh,
1: thanks, man. You turned out all right. I did turn out all right. You, you know, I I, I this this video. It started about five years ago that this thing popped up for the first time on like a retro gaming site. And some on YouTube, and somebody found me and tagged me in it, and I was like, "Holy, I can swear right yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like holy shit how did this like i i I, I mean I remem- here, we'll, we'll get into it, but this was at, it this was actually my first paying job wow so this 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 holds an important place in my heart, but the idea that somebody took the time to like upload it and then a lot of people ragging on me and bashing on me which I just thought was hilarious
0: yeah um, you have the perspective you know y- oh yeah like imagine you're an 18 year old kid today on YouTube and you're Seen doing that. that like there's no way you'd survive that well, well it's the, so tough the, the,
1: see, see it, it, the, th- the thing is that it's like you have to put it in context which you did really well is I think like a lot of people listening didn't grow up didn't have the Greg Kinnear experience and it he had a huge impact on you me. and me both and you're yeah. growing up in Miami Yes, I grew up in Miami, okay. but I was I was already in college by the time Talk Soup was on because I went to school out here. Okay, you went yeah. to LA, I went to USC.
0: USC. Yeah. So you're out here in UC, USC and Talk Soup. I mean that that was our thing.
1: It is hard to uh, uh, exaggerate how important that show was. It was sort of the early rise of cable television and all these networks. You know, they mostly were airing like World War II documentaries mm-hmm. and stuff. And in comes and then a lot of talk shows. And in comes. Uh, e? What's e, that? E. In e. It was E. Yeah, yeah. And then and then uh, and then the, in comes E, who has this idea to take a funny host and just show clips of of talk shows, which were so big and over the top at that time. With Jerry
0: Springer, Maury, Geraldo and, Rivera. Yeah, and, that stuff. And, yeah. And,
1: and I mean, it was sort of like what would be on YouTube now is like play along videos or uh, or reaction videos. Mm-hmm. But he was so funny and good at it. And in a, in a um, b- basically um, I. At the time I had basically th- just gotten out of college and, and I was working on doing, I was doing the actor thing in Los Angeles and I, uh, I had, w- had, was, had was not able to secure like a real theatrical, like good agent yet. Um, but I did notice that in the wake of Talk Soup Everybody was doing exactly what you were saying. They were doing these stand-ups. They were uh, uh, in front of green screen commentary. There was a lot of this kind of work happening. So what ended up happening was about a year out of school, uh, USC launched a, uh, uh, their own television network on the school called Trojan Vision. And so I actually, I, I wasn't going there anymore, but I auditioned and went back because they wanted to do a show for USC uh, where they would take the old uh, student films. Mm. all Because USC yeah. owns the archives.
0: That's why I didn't... I- I had gotten to Columbia for film school in USC, and I chose Columbia because I didn't want my stuff. You home. didn't want. The, I yeah. mean, I've made such a profit off of those. Yes, exactly. I know. Well, who doesn't profit? I mean, yeah. I mean, come on! I've just made a killing off those old Columbia films. Right.
1: Exactly. So, so, but it is a thing with USC yeah. that they own your IP and they own your actual yeah. films. So, somebody very smartly realized that. Well, this somebody was a guy named Stony Sharp, okay. who is a, is a director and producer. Do you ever? Uh, he he was the executive producer of comedy Bang Bang.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: Great show, yeah. hilarious show, and Stony, um, Stoney, uh, really odd sense of humor, and he surrounded himself with really funny people, went and auditioned to be the host of this thing, and got it, and then together with Stony, we ended up making probably 200 episodes for Trojan Vision, just exactly what you said, me in front of the green screen, doing my best to do my own version of, of, of what Greg Kinnear was doing, you know, and bring and bring myself to it, not nearly as over the top... Mm-hmm. As, as what as what
0: you will see in uh, that N sixty four video, video yeah. but close and And Geekscape is uh, if you go to Geekscape.net where I posted this episode, I'm gonna embed the uh, N64 video and maybe your Xbox video too into the body of this uh, post. So check the notes on this episode and you'll get a link to...
1: You can get a link and you can feel free to rag awesome. on me. One of my favorite comments online, I'll get back to was a guy, a guy said, a guy said, man, I wish I could go back in time and, and punch this guy in the face. <laughs> and to which I responded, me too. <laughs> if I had the opportunity, I probably would have punched him as well. But you
0: don't have empathy for the person you were back then? No, it's not like, not, not. only
1: like, do I have not have empathy, I'm proud of it. I think it's yeah. awesome because... Like, like you said, I swing for the for swing of, like, oh. I think part of my strength. You're like,
0: there are people in the cheap season. I got to get them. I got to
1: get them, man. Yeah. I put on a sweat act, you know, yeah. like, yeah. like, uh, um, later. And, 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 also I was giving the producers what they wanted and you know, up, you know, this video, I didn't really even, and I'll get into a little more of the gestation of it, but I didn't even really know like a hundred percent what it was, but now I understand this was mailed to people's homes who owned N64. Yeah. This actually was phys- so. So, what What? What? I, um, so there were, you know, people that were younger than me, because I was in my early 20s at the time. And, you know, these were, I mean, the people that are commenting on these videos were 10, 11, 12 yeah. at that time, right? So it was for kids, you know? I, I thought
0: of it as. as They're as, all 30 somethings now. They're all 30 something now. Which, right. Don't, don't be talking shit on the internet, okay? Because you're too old, you're too old in yeah, 30s, 30s. Leave that to the 18 year olds, okay? Having, and, and, like, like, life has already punched you in the face a couple times by right. your 30s. Like, you know better than to do this. Right, right.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you know, if the worst thing they say is to rag on some guy in a cheesy 90s video, then I, I, I'll give him a pass for that. Okay. Um, but, but uh, you know, basically, I have no, like, I got paid $5,000. I got a free trip to Seattle, I uh, where it was shot, and I got a free N sixty four and a, and a half a dozen games out of it. I feel, Holy I, shit. and it was my first job, and I feel nothing but great about it. And then, um, so you know, uh, which long you know, longest story, yeah, short. So uh, you do the Trojan Vision. I do the Trojan Vision, and with that footage, I'm able to get a decent hosting agent, and somebody who represented great people like Mike uh, Mike Rose, agent from wow. from uh, from. Uh, 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 Dirty Jobs who, who wasn't you know didn't have that show quite yet that's how long ago it was and that show went fucking 15 seasons Totally. and so um, but I got a really good hosting agent and there was just they wanted young exactly what you said Sugar Ray haircut frosted tips cool 90s dude hey day glow colors hey guys what's up it's Steve Sobel here and we're rocking out this gun's gonna be awesome And I had a, and I had a facility for it I guess and so I'm dead fucking serious that this was my first paying job Um, As an that I that I I I believe if I'm if I'm remembering it all correctly, I think it was my first real like you know outside of like glorified extra work. Um, And I remember I went to the audition here in LA and went in, and I had been done two hundred episodes of this of this uh, of this Trojan Vision. They were just like, we want big energy. Yeah, I did my thing, and then there wasn't even a callback. They t- they t- they call my agent. Now, I had the job, and they were going to pay me five thousand dollars due, which is pretty good payday for yeah. that kind of thing. Days worked, I, I, it might as well have been a million dollars, you know. It, Hell yeah, for twenty three year old, I, I couldn't. afford, yes. you know, I couldn't eat. I couldn't afford my rent. You know, I was. I, I had a million different survival jobs. I and then they flew me to Seattle, and um, I remember. Getting to Seattle, this is probably so. When I see this thing, these are the memories that I have. Do you know what I mean? As I got to Seattle and I checked into that hotel room and I literally danced around the room and jumped on the bed. Yeah, I was so happy. I'm Tom Cruise. I, you know, yeah. exactly. I, I might as well have booked friends, you right. know, like I, I was so happy. Then I rented a bike because I had a day, biked around Seattle, um, ate fish and chips and drank the best beer I'd ever had in my life because at that time you couldn't get craft beer. Uh, Everywhere. In Seattle, Seattle you could do it. Seattle was ahead of the curve. And then I went in and did this thing. Um, I am not a gamer. Hmm. I should. Uh, but which are, I feel like you will know, make people only no, 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 hate me more. No, but,
0: but you are a geek, and, and yeah, there's some geeky stuff. Geeky We're stuff. in my I'm office
1: man cave right
0: here. So yeah, yeah, like you are clearly a geek, <laughs> and you're clearly enthused about many things. And plus, you've got you've got kids, and the kids. Yeah. Like I feel like like those kids are your prism into a new, fresh, so true geekdom. Right, it you're, is you're seeing so everything true. new for them through them, and. And that's incredible.
1: My daughter, I wish she was here. She's in camp right now, but she was so pumped that I'm doing this. Because she's seen the video. She thinks it's, she's 12. She's a, a, a manga yeah. geek to the highest order. And, yeah, you know, everything is Little Witch Academia and Princess Jellyfish and things I don't understand. Yeah. And um, and she just thought this was hilarious. She thinks it's so cheesy and awesome. And so, yeah, I am. I am definitely getting a look at the new World through their eyes, um, and uh, yeah. So I, so uh, I, you know, what else could I tell you? You know, I did. The, I'll tell you. Can tell you more about the video itself and doing it. Uh, but you know, after I that did was that, was the
0: only video you did for N
1: sixty four, and I have the VHS here right over here. Yeah, I yeah You showed so me I did, the, ho- yeah. the holy grail. Yeah, they and they and then afterwards. Oh, I remember they picking out that yellow shirt. There's this really Oof. aggressive aggressively yellow shirt. Yeah. And but I remember everybody like giving it it was big on me. I I, I didn't like that. This is
0: 1984 or 5? It was a little bit later cuz this was the video yeah. went out, yeah. let me
1: see. The video no, even Let's later than that. The video went out in it was direct Here, take it Yeah, me. direct mail fall video uh-huh. 99. So I probably shot it in 98 or, or towards wow. some summer 98 summer. Okay, so no, yeah. 98.
0: So so at that point I am a software software. I'm a junior in at In undergrad at that point.
1: Okay, so you're a little younger than me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and, and so, yeah, they picked out that awful yellow shirt. We went in, they did it. I don't remember getting a whole lot of direction. They liked what I was doing. I think they, had, you, you, shockingly, bigger energy, bigger energy.
0: How much is improv- improvised? Very little,
1: actually. I improvised a lot in the audition, but but I remember specifically that what in, in the video itself, they had to, uh, because there were interviews, uh, you intercut between, I interview a designer and I interview another guy, and one of them is off screen. I wasn't even really, he wasn't even really in the building so everything was pretty well scripted to time so so the little lines that they have me like touch me big monkey touch me and like <laughs> right on right on those were all in the script and i just tried so to you so you guys them. are
0: making fun of the wrong person if you guys are giving if you guys are giving steve flack oh yeah like, yeah yeah You, yeah. you, you guys I, are giving...
1: I, I i eat it up i eat it up because yeah. here's the thing it's like for like I mean, it's not even,
0: I wouldn't even call you it. Who wrote that? Touch me, big monkey. It,
1: it was the production company that was in, based in Seattle working what? with, working with. Who but, thought that was know, a good idea? But again, I think that How these was that were. was a good idea
0: in nineteen ninety nine. But these
1: were people, I think their idea was, and there was maybe a perception then that is less so now that video games were for kids. Sure. Especially something like Donkey Kong was for kids. So I think they were approaching this almost like Greg Kinnear filtered through Blues Clues sure. or something, sure. and so yeah. And then when I when I finished that video, that led to what you were saying, where where I where I then started to get into that world of doing more of these. And I did one for Xbox as well. I sent you the I think I sent you the clip. You sent me the clip. And that right. one I'm actually happy with because you can see it and go, oh, he's capable of
0: yeah taking it, can down can not. it
1: down. <laughs> I get to I can be real if need be. But that was always kind of my thing was like. You, you be the guy that, and I still today as an, you know, I'm an actor and it's still today. I, I mean, I think, I think I've learned to use it more wisely. Then it was a little more like a flamethrower. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, yeah. I, think, I think in, in, in Geek's you know, I'm guilty of this as well. It's like sometimes, and people are always like, Jonathan doesn't know where the line is. Jonathan's got no filter or this and that. Mm. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, 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 as I, Matt Kelly and the horror movie night guys on our network uh, are always quick to remind me. I think I said this when I was on their, sh- on their show, but I'm not. Uh, this, I, don't, I didn't coin this phrase. I, I definitely heard it somewhere. But, hey, man, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So we took all the shots. Right,
1: right. And I always took, but now I've learned the, the, the value of being a little more laser focused, but I also know I can turn that thing on that can can be useful. And it was particularly useful at the time because you just, it's like you said, there was Greg Kinnear, then it became Hal Sparks. There was a little, Jim Carrey was very popular sure. at the time. Yeah. So there was that thing. And I, I was trying not to ape Jim Carrey, but I definitely think, I, my memories now bringing it back to me is they wanted it to have that Jim Carrey. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: manic energy and but the, I, the mask just the cel- mask had just come just, out and it just celebrated 25 years yeah
1: I just showed that to my
0: kids it's, it, I remember in 1984 seeing the mask and being I mean my mother took me to Ace Ventura opening night mm-hmm. because my mom and I were not in a good place at that time I, like looking back and knowing it and knowing the relationship I had my, with my mother here in 2019 um I know that we were estranged for a large period in the 90s um and during 1984, it was really hard post my parents' divorce to connect with them. Um, and especially, I started living with my father because my older brother and I did not get along. And he was he was pretty, he'd bully me a bit. And so I'd be like, okay, well, this is easy. My parents are divorced. I'm just going to live with my dad.
1: And how did you feel about that?
0: Well, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, but knowing that, that that it caused a distance with my mom, yeah. it, it was easy for me to sit. At a movie with my mom, mm-hmm. because otherwise, otherwise it just wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. You know, like me actually spending time with my mother is tough. Yeah, and so I remember her taking me to dumb, uh, the first one, uh, uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, and just being like, "This guy's my guy. Just he's the guy. This guy's I my know. guy." It was, and then the mask comes out. It was
1: you know, I, I can relate to that. You know, I don't, to, I don't know if we want to stay on topic here, but oh, no, this know,
0: is my, We can talk about oh, it's oh, the, cool. whole, the whole, the whole landscape of the whole oh, thing. Cool. It's the whole thing. GeekScape talks about what, uh, as I said earlier, like I, the story, the, the 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 conduit of the stories, the the comics, the movies, get, Those are great. Mm-hmm. Those are cursory to the why we do this shit why do we celebrate these giant metaphors like the right. Avengers and Spider-Man and right. the X-Men why? They're, they're metaphors
1: they're mythology they're, they're mythology they're, they're, why they're, do we celebrate yeah. them
0: we celebrate them because we have questions right you know we're the ones who came out of caves and said what's that stuff up in the sky we, yeah. we made stories about to explain the cosmos like yeah. we're the ones who did that yeah and this is us coming out of caves like why are we celebrating this stuff and so, yes, we can get as much as you want. Cool. The, well, that's good stuff. to hear. Good. Uh, keeps, you know, I, the, I, I give like the, like, think again, it's the real shit.
1: Again, I want to <laughs> give the people what they want. If they want pure, uncut 90s Steve Sobel, I can give it to
0: them. Um, but, 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 um, we're, we're in your garage, so if anybody says, touch me, big monkey. Right. It's, uh, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a Me Too lawsuit's going to happen. Well, there's at least two doorways. That's right.
1: That you can play for. There's, there's bear traps outside that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, um, it's, it's motel. You've basically walked into motel hell. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not aware, um, but uh, but yeah, my 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 uh, my mom and I have a good relationship. My dad and I have a, di- a difficult, and, right. you know, as you know. Are they together? Or are they? they together? split when I was a teenager.
0: Yes, yeah, I guess and, I guess I was ten. 10, 10, 10. I was, and they, and they both stayed in Miami. What's that? They both, they both
1: stayed in Miami, and thankfully have uh, continued to have a relationship with each other. They have like Passover together and stuff. Oh, that's so, crazy. It's cool, he remarried. She had relationships, but you know they're still connected because. Of me and my brother. Uh, my dad is is you know. Uh, I always he was a, he's an older guy and he's sort of he's uh, kind of on his way out right now. So, so um, he was
0: a bit older than you the, than your friend. because I have
1: two older brothers that were oh. four and five years older than me and he'd been ma- been married before. So right. I always had the kind of older dad. So okay. even now he's now uh, almost ninety. But but wow. what I was going to say was um, that. My memories, and you know, it was a difficult relationship, but I have very strong memories of him uh, when a black and white movie would come, come on, mm-hmm. him going, "Sit down." you know that's Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, this is why he's cool That's e- no, not those words, This that's Edward G. Robinson you know, that's Lauren Bacall, that's you know, and these, that's Sinatra was his big guy, and that it, it left an impression. He lived in Miami? Yeah, believe it or not, He Sinatra. lived in Miami? Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, uh, it's town that basically all
0: those guys built?
1: All those guys built, well he yeah. he was a young man there, he would go see him at the Fountain Blue Sinatra, Sammy you know, and he was sort of like to, he was a bit of, you know, uh, fancied himself a musician as well, not the greatest. Now I have, I have a guitar here, but yeah. I'm not the greatest either. Oh my
0: God! Yeah, I have—I think I have the same little Marshall. The same little amp. Oh, and, and, it's not and, even a Marshall. It's a what, Marshall ripoff. I, I think that we got to. I have that. I have an electric guitar and acoustic, much yeah. like yours. I think we got to get together and not jam and anymore. not jam and play and off like, and, like, and like not play. Clang, exactly. clank clank, clank, clank. Hey, What did you just do now? I don't know. I can't yeah. replicate it. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, it sounded cool. <laughs> well, Let's, maybe we'll find it again in another two hours. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so, so. That
1: left a massive impression on me. Good, good or bad, because certainly you can go, well, you know, how many you know actors performers in general to some degree you're always chasing your approval of your you know you're chasing it, your yeah. parents love and he very early on showed me that his love was geared to these old actors and and it left an impression on me and then comedy once those 80s movies started to coming out once the like Beverly Hills Cop and Trading Places all those Eddie movies and Caddy Shack and those those things just hit me so hard and and especially and you see that poster on yeah, my wall is Steve, Steve Martin signed by the, the writer Carl Gottlieb who um, was kind enough to sign it for me, and that just that when I saw Steve
0: Martin, I went, "That's that, it. That's it. That. That's whatever it. that is. That's, that. That's how I get to my dad. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. yeah no, if you I'm, can
1: be that funny, if you can be that lovable and that charming, you know, isn't
0: and, that? I mean, but that's crazy how that is the thing that went into Little Steve Sobel. Yeah, that it was like, okay, I got to find a way to this person. Mm-hmm. I got to find a way to my dad. Yeah. I got to find a way to this I think person. So. And it's never a direct route. I mean, yeah, when we're kids right. and we're still when we're we're still falling more than we're standing, metaphorically yeah. as we get older, yeah. it's like I I don't want to you know sitting down with your dad and guy. Geekscape, is this something I only did this past January? I think with my with my own father was we went on a walk around Town Lake in Austin, and I was like, let me tell me about your career. Hmm. You know, it's like. I know that you went through your career to raise us. What did he do? He was a, he was a lawyer. Yeah, my and,
1: my dad was an attorney as well,
0: and and among other things. And he would tell me these stories. I mean, my father's a writer now. And, oh wow! And oh, look him up, Jack London. Maybe you'll okay. we'll find some of his books. Right. <laughs> it's Jack W. London. <laughs> he, he has to put the, the W in there to differentiate, yeah, obviously. But um, but uh, yeah, no, it's like you you can't really like you and your parents don't really have a common language. And they're they're imparting all these things on you, and they're trying to put give you these educations and cushions to the world. And no, he didn't do that. They're, he they're, didn't do any of that. Hey, kid, <laughs> he showed down. me the movies. He showed you the movie. <laughs> S- sit down and shut up. Um, they're, they're doing. You know, it's, what's weird is like you have to realize. I think what I'm trying to say is now as an adult. Yeah. And perhaps as as a as a parent yourself. Yeah you have you you go oh that was the best they were capable of 100% oh. that is so true him connecting with me it was him sitting me down with with yep. with movies from his childhood That's right. in miami is, uh, I was talking to somebody about Jackie Gleason cuz
1: you're a huge a, a huge he, presence guy and up.
0: i uh if you guys know gee guy, maybe you met him at the booth at comic con but he he and i made that movie in brazil uh 2 years ago and we're going to make another one and one of the big influences Going into writing the script is, he loves um, uh, Smoking the Bandit. Yeah, and so I tried, I tried watching Smoking the Bandit and Smoking the Bandit. Uh, it ages, you, 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 when, <laughs> but, but Jackie you, Gleason in that movie kills it. Right? He fucking
1: kills it. I remember the moment when I went. That's the same guy from the Honeymooners. That was a, one of those things and where he built Miami. He, in a way, Jackie they Gleason would, gave, I, yeah. I, so I So
0: I'm listening to somebody talk about Jackie Gleason because I'm talking about Smoking the Bandit and Jackie Gleason chewing everything in that movie yeah. up. And how, how New Yorkers, the people he was involved with in New York, wanted to find a place and to, to, to vacation, but they wanted entertainment. They would pay Jackie Gleason a yeah. crap ton of money to go down there, and they built him a club. There really wasn't a Miami and True. they sent him down with dancers and some of that. And Jackie yeah. Gleason would just go down to Miami and a club surrounded by nothing. And they slowly built a city around this entertainment. It was, it was almost Jackie Gleason who it, built
1: it. it, it is, it's between, I would say, you know, the, that first wave that you're talking about, it was Jackie Gleason. It was Muhammad Ali. How so? How was, because Ali um, tra- trained there. He liked the mm. climate for training, and so he lived there, and him and Angelino, uh, 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 Angelo Dundee, there was the fit, very famous Fifth Street Gym on Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. So while people were, you know, when, at that time when people thought of Miami Beach and Miami, they associated it with Ali. So between this Ali- is the
0: late 50s, early Late 60s? 50s, early 60s, okay.
1: early Ali. So between uh, Ali, uh, Jackie Gleason, and then eventually Sinatra coming down and filming *Oceans Eleven there, and, and around the Fountain Blue, and then and then some of the Rat Pack performances that happened in and around the Fountain Blue Hotel and the Doral and other hotels there, and 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 the mob, and yeah. then also the mob, you yeah. know, the buzzy, uh, and then that was, and then and then you have that second wave, then you then you have the Cuban immigrant. Uh, 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 population who helped rebuild it because it sort of faltered. That's the 1970s. That was the nineteen seventies and eighties, and then it was rebuilt, and then by the nineties became this international like mecca
0: of partying yeah. and. And that was Alonzo Mourning and Ronnie Cycli.
1: I think I think
0: <laughs> those are. Uh, is that a sports reference? That is a you? Miami. That is a Miami Heat reference. Oh, got it. So uh, when, you know that was. That was Pat Riley, Alonzo Mourning, right. uh, yeah, okay, Tim Hardaway, okay, that's who rebuilt it in the 90s. Um, Geekscape, uh, what's funny is I, I, th- I always thought of Miami as being this like a big city, always. And yeah. when I was writing Miami Vice as a comic book a few oh, years ago, my that's right. Shannon Denton, who was my editor on the book, grew up in Miami as well, and I said, should I go to Miami where my Geekscape partner George is from, and he can show me around. He goes, oh no, in the 80s, like Miami was still very much like a like a a pop up town. Like there wasn't yeah. a whole lot there. And then no. uh, and we think of Miami, we think of like Dexter, Miami Vice. No, we think yeah. of this thing as like no, no. It was still kind of a small town. Well, well,
1: it, it really was, and that was my childhood. was the It was the '80s, and my dad owned one of those old Arteco hotels on Miami Beach. So when you talk about Miami Vice, uh, I, I always think of it as, or, or, you know, take Scarface, you know, the scene where yeah. the guy gets chainsawed yeah. up. Well, my dad was the guy who had to grab the mop afterwards and like mop <laughs> mop up the blood, you know. And he, so he, he had this hotel that, you know, basically it had this boom in the 50s and 60s. And, and then my dad... Smartly went down, uh, he was a young lawyer, went to U of M, then he bought some real estate, he decided to try to buy some real estate. So he bought some of these old, old hotels that just catered to uh, snowbirds, mostly Jewish, yeah, Jewish people, Jewish people coming down. Yeah. And then in the 1980s, with the cocaine cowboys years, it became a war zone
0: Whoa! Wait, wait! Whoa! So that is the. I don't want to be racist. That's a Cuban. Uh, well,
1: it, it, listen. It wasn't the you know. If you look at you know, it wasn't. It wasn't
0: the Cubans. It was. The, it was further south.
1: No, it, it what, was. What, what was the story? What the story was that. Um, the, the, you know, between, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pablo Escobar and the Cuban influx, there was a now a need for cocaine in the United States in the late in the 70s and 80s. And Miami became the place to get it in. And so, of the islands because of because of the proximity to South America sure. and because of it had, you know, the it had people that were, you know, some criminals that were that had come there to do business. Right. And and um, and. And so you and now your
0: dad owns these hotels. So now my dad
1: owns these hotels and what happened was it basically it was a it was a transitional period. You watch the beginning of Scarface, you see those tent cities mm-hmm. that 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 I I have very vivid memories of that and You saw the tent cities. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We'd have and 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 an, Are
0: they like the ones in Brownsville right now? It, it, Just, a, I mean, well, in, that's it was a it, dark it, joke. It, I mean, that's a dark comment, but it it,
1: it they 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 were actually but but were, they they were they treated better than the? People n- well, they Oscar were. They treated worse. How? Look, mean, watch the opening of Scarface. It was exactly like that. But but it was they were processing centers. They weren't necessarily. Um, th- there was a, from my. I don't want to get into the politics I of know. this. But from my understanding is that they were more processing centers to make sure they weren't dealing with with criminals, and then they were ultimately led into the country because Jimmy right. Jimmy uh, Carter. Jimmy Carter. Right. Allowed the Cubans to leave.
0: It was wet foot, dry foot.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it well, me, wet foot, uh, wet foot right, dry was foot was the, the
0: policy that, that's like, right. if, if you, you have, can get if, here, if you can get here, and your feet are dry, yeah, you're in. Because if, you're, if your feet are wet, you're back.
1: Right. Because it was, it was, you know, because Castro, we were, we, we, wanted to welcome, you know, we wanted to hit back against Castro basically, and we said, you don't want to be there, come and be an American. Right. So that's the difference between what's happening now and what was happening then. We welcomed these people. We right. invited. We invited the Cubans
0: here, in. and now it's like our own people go back. <laughs> what?
1: Right, I know it makes no <laughs> yeah. sense. So, so, um, so, so. Anyways, the you know without without uh, uh, you know the it, it, temporarily Miami became an absolute drug war zone. As watch Cocaine Cowboys, as yeah. diff- You know, I'm sure you have as uh, you shit you broke Miami Vice. Like yeah, I don't have I to watch But stuff. but so so as different gangs right. Uh, 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 battled sure. for control and then what would happen is there would be my, this this hotel which was just old Jews people were you know he was very cheap and so pe- and actually the government your father was no, my, the, my, the hotel he owned right. that had just had old Jews the government started paying him to house new Americans sure and so it was now filled but there was violence happening people were getting in the hotel in the hotel people got stabbed on the front yard there were what shoot-outs. did your dad do your dad owned it he owned it what the hell does he, he do so, he got rid of it all Holy shit. And he dumped it all is what ha- what he, he had, had to. to. He had to. He had to. He was getting sued personally and he's uh, Because
0: uh, he's liable because this murder and shit ha- happened. It's happening the on hotel. his property and so he, so he doesn't have the security. You can't afford he, security can't afford for that. It.
1: He couldn't afford it. It was it was a drug war zone was happening, so he got rid of it all. The the, the, the irony or tragedy is that basically then Madonna discovered Miami. Then Mickey Rourke started hanging out there. Then within about five years, it had become, you know, Miami Vice took that world and made it glamorous somehow. It wasn't glamorous. No. And and so then suddenly Miami became...
0: and Scarface, they made it glamorous. It was like, Scarface,
1: weirdly... I mean, it, it had an impact. It wasn't glamorous, but it did bring it to the
0: forefront. Sure. You it, could it own, ti- own
1: a tiger. It actually was very bad for... You could own a tiger, exactly. <laughs> and just an... Or you could have on your
0: own uh, hand grenade yeah. Yeah, launcher. Yeah, you can have little friends.
1: Exactly, but, but it was... Scar- it, it, what happened? So the tourism. Scarface kind of killed the tourism oh, industry. Yeah, and and the, and the crime itself. We were the cover of Time magazine as America's most violent city, and that, and it was a tourist based economy. And then and then by the no- nineteen ninety, things turned around. Unfortunately, he had gotten rid of all those properties already. And,
0: and well, I could he have even survived? He
1: no, no, not. Yeah. I mean, he was not a rich guy. It's you not like a needed,
0: regret you have to look up in the '90s and be like, "Oh, things are booming again. I wish I'd held." I on wish to I it. You no. Couldn't have held. It, on it's to funny because
1: it. people, when they find out this, they're like, "Oh, he must be kicking himself because that property no. that you couldn't buy his main hotel for twenty hundred and fifty million 15 million dollars, you couldn't buy. He sold it for under a million, you know." Right. But I say, I remember having that conversation. Like, do you regret it? He's like, "What was I going to do? I had no choice." And and he's right. So. People um, were
0: being murdered in the, in the, the my, hotel. I, I didn't sign like, up for that. It was like
1: old Jews and continental breakfasts, you know? Right.
0: And then suddenly um, people were getting shivved.
1: Sh- shivved. And he just, you know... And, <laughs> oh God. You know, And my dad was a very... <laughs> hey, you, Dad, can you take us to the hotel pool today?
0: <laughs> uh, no, there's somebody no, floating exa-
1: in it. <laughs> Dude, you are not kidding. You are not... <laughs> and so that... Dad, I want to go to the... You own a hotel. Let's go swimming in the pool. Right? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I remember there was, there was people talking about the L.A. riots. You know, I was here for the riots. But there was Miami riots. There was a lot of civil unrest during that period, too. And I remember, I have a very vivid memory of my dad going to drive and check on one of his properties. I don't know why he brought me along. But when I was sitting there... <laughs> oh, shit. He had a lockbox and a shotgun. And we're in the middle of a riot, driving out to his his property to check on it. i don't know why the hell he took me along. I think he wanted to like
0: toughen you up toughen
1: me up a little bit or something
0: oh my God yeah. was that something you felt with your dad was like this this need to toughen up No, or?
1: he wasn't that guy it was it was odd he was like kind of like a i don't know you know it's you were talking about parenting to circle yeah. back to that it's yeah. like you know what when, when you get as you get older you be and, and one thing that you know one of the gifts of parenting for me is that it allows me to forgive a lot of the old stuff, you know, your old baggage, because you you, you you come into it and you're like, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. I screw up all the time, you know? He was doing the best he could. And it's like, uh, 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 if it, you know, if I can't forgive myself for screwing up, because I do plenty as a parent although I think some told uh, all told they're doing pretty well it's a some game it's, it's a, a some pl- game yeah. exactly then, 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 I, then how, how, if I can't forgive him how can I not forgive myself for screwing up as well as I'm just doing the best I can right yeah so that's been that's been one of the many good things about it
0: um, it's so, it, it, what I enjoy is that somebody's listening to this right now being like I just want to hear about the fucking N64 well, <laughs> No, you know, if Welcome you... Welcome to Geekscape they is all to, I have to say. that here. right? Yeah, Welcome I mean... Welcome to Geekscape. Because the, this is what I'll get the emails for. I'll get the emails for, hey man, I thought that was incredible yeah. that he just went there and yeah. that he was just some guy I started making fun of on the internet. Right. Which you shouldn't have been making fun of in the beginning because no. I think those videos are fucking Well, here's hilarious. the thing. I just like,
1: circle back to the videos and give of the people course. what they want. Um, you know, what I was going to say is like, not that this is a viral video, but it seems to, you know, in the it, like every four every year it comes up at least once on somebody's Instagram feed. It was on. Um,
0: Everything's terrible. Everything is terrible. I know? love that account. I love
1: that account. I, my my daughter and I will look at that and just
0: die. It's, everything is car- terrible. It's just basically with all the cringy stuff coming back.
1: <gasps> Mostly '90s, like stuff like weird Christian rock videos Dude, and like
0: Matt Kelly when he came over for for Comic Con. He introduced me to new thing. Where the kid is rapping, God has got a new thing. Oh my God. And he's out of breath within 10 seconds. Right. We were singing it the entirety of <laughs> Comic Con. If you came by the booth, I apologize for Thank hearing us rapping, God has got a new thing. But it's one of those Christian, like, you know, yeah. evangelical, like, Billy's going to sing a song for you now. And the kid starts rapping without a beat. He's just doing it. And it's it's cringeworthy. And it goes on for like two minutes. And it's Im- Geekscape is, if you go check out our top three San Diego Comic Con moment article... It's embedded in mine because we could not stop singing. I, 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 I
1: listened to your Comic-Con episode, I, I Am Dying to See Velocipastor.
0: <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Those guys live, one of them I think lives in Pasadena, the other over by the, the, the Grove. They just moved to LA. They're really? young kids. So they were oh, like, they are? Okay. Yes. So they're like, oh yeah, we want to hang out with you. And I'm like... All right. I remember when I first moved to LA. Yeah, and I made my own independent film. I remember film. when I made my movies. Yeah, sixteen mm People are like, yeah you want, you want to turn this into a feature? <laughs> and now, now when you try and turn Velocipaster or whatever I do into a feature, people are like, I don't think you should do that. Yeah. And I'm like, I still fired up about that. They're like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, the movie business is. <laughs> I don't think you should make that. Right. <laughs> eh. Well, who can you get the star in it? I'm like, right. I don't care. We'll go shoot in the woods. Well did it. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think right. there's a market for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, these days the good thing is
1: you can make it. You can just put it up anywhere yourself, and, and you like, don't. Fuck
0: you! You don't have to go through the system.
1: But what I was going to say is, uh, is, is, as far as like viral, uh, you know, any kind of viral notoriety, you uh, that was a paying job. You know, like I was hired to do a job and, and and I got and I like I said, I got and and, and the I Do you remember I, the
0: games you got?
1: Yeah, I do. I'm just great. I, I guess my point is I'm just grateful like I'm not I, I feel bad for people that were captured on video doing some dumb stuff or pooping themselves or No, those people tw- are more
0: famous. No, I I, I know but if, I would if you'd have just had sex with the N sixty four, exactly. If, if you would have been be, in a hotel room, yeah, I'd be on a series right now. Yeah, if you um, if you were in a hotel room in N sixty four, this house would be in Agora Hills yeah. <laughs> Not North on, its, Hollywood. on its own mountain,
1: right? <laughs> surrounded
0: by giant fences, and you'd have a reality show. Yeah, All you yeah. had to do was bang the N64. It's true.
1: I wonder you, if, you know, or Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong Jr. You could have actually...
0: I don't know if Donkey Kong Jr. is underage, though. could have. Ag- well, you could have... Ag- if you would have had the big monkey actually touch you... Touch me if I had actually touched
1: the big monkey. <laughs> um, so... It's like I can't feel bad about being. It's a cringy job, but it's just a job, you know. Like it wasn't
0: cringy then. Was it? Wait, was there an element of cringy then? I
1: had no feeling of cringiness. I left feeling good. I remember I was on my reel, my act, my hosting reel, and it was like I could be wacky. Like I didn't think and the idea. That anybody would give a shit about this 20 years later? A job,
0: I went to Seattle. <laughs> don't break that I'm tape. sorry, you're it's right. Gold. I should. You know, the only thing I that's felt. That's 20 minutes worth. Like, we only get like. That's I don't true. think all 20 minutes is online. I don't know if it is. So, like, that's that's a That is ground. right. You're do right. Not, that do is. not touch that tape. Okay, you're right. I that don't tape needs to go in a lockbox. Hermetically box. sealed, yeah. You just pretend that you're driving through Miami riots and that tape and that's, is... That's
1: the, that's the lockbox.
0: Um, <laughs> Your kids will be in college soon. That may be the... That, that may be my, my ticket to...
1: This will be my ticket to sell it, uh, my eBay ticket <laughs> I'm to so pay for forgive their Forgive me for what I've done. <laughs> that's right. Um, uh, but, but uh, yeah, it, it just... It was like... Like you were saying, it was a thing. Like, that energy was a thing. It just was a thing until it wasn't anymore. <laughs> right, right, But then, you you know, some of these YouTubers like
0: are pretty cheesy, too. No, I watch YouTube. I can't watch YouTubers. I can't really watch it, yeah. Because they are cringy. Yeah. And, hey, guys, and they want to be famous... And it's blatant. And hey guys, the, the content is vacuous. I know. I it's like the most bullshit content. Yeah. And keep in mind, keep in mind, Geekscape. Is, I was late to a birthday party last night because I was watching a thirty-minute video on the Zelda timeline. But, geek. Yes. You know what? I had questions that needed <laughs> answered. The video, to my credit, did not answer did not them. Answer them. Okay. I was like, yeah, I knew all this stuff.
1: I go down some pretty hardcore nerd rabbit holes too. They tend to be in the music really? world. Like, oh, oh, that was the original basis. Oh, god, I and mean, he formed that other band, and then, oh, wait a minute, but wait, but that album that was actually a demo. Oh, you can listen to that demo. That's oh, that's, you
0: definitely got to go running with us because after we go running at the bowl, we go to Aroma down here down the yeah, street yeah, right there. Yeah. Joe Perry's always there.
1: I see Joe Perry around or something at Whole Foods. Yeah, I, I see he he clearly lives in this neighborhood. Drives nope. a nice Porsche,
0: dude. Joe Perry, like, amazing. I remember when we went out to Ventura, not Ventura. We. Where we go? It was Santa Barbara to shoot a parody video of, um, what's the worst video that they made? It was, um, it was Separate Ways. Someday. Uh, we totally shot a fake, like a, like a parody video of Separate Ways. Cause it, I mean, I think it's recognized as the worst music video ever made. You're playing keyboard on the wall and all right. that stuff. Like, oh my God. And so I had just had this affection for like Joe Perry being like, oh my God. And everything Journey, not that Journey's not great. Perry. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Joe Perry is Aerosmith. That's right. So I got my thank you, DMC, for putting Aerosmith Uh, in. Yeah, we see Steve Perry. Joe Perry is Aerosmith.
1: Joe Perry is is there. I he has a solo album that came out um, first album in like 25 first music really? he's made in twenty five years it came out last year because the
0: Filipino guy took his job that's well he I know I'm yes kidding. but he gave his job up and he went through some emotional shit he did he Steve did Perry.
1: he did and and he, and he you know I I have mad respect for the guy he moved back to I mean to the degree that I know what he you know but he moved yeah. back to his hometown raised his kids did walked you, away from it all have you seen the documentary yeah, on on Arnold Pinal yeah I want to see that we are we are a Filipino household so he you know that he is known in our, in our house my wife's filipino and my kids are little juapinos and um
0: juapinos yeah
1: and it's amazing <laughs> because you know you you go to a, a journey concert and half the crowd is filipino <gasps> that's incredible he's had an incredible impact you know he's up there with Manny Pacquiao as one of the more prominent Filipino, you know, in, in, in culture. And so they, they have this whole other fan base now and he's truly celebrated. It, it, I did see that, I just did amazing. He was, you know, basically in a journey cover band. Yeah, it's like got, Rotten, the movie Rockstar. Yeah, what's Our,
0: it, yeah, Geekscape is basically the story is that he was in a journey cover band yeah. Journey, Steve uh, Perry was like, "This is, you know, I'm doing a different thing now."
1: They, 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 he, they just got so famous, to my understanding, and they got it, it got touring. You know, like he sings in, uh, in, uh, you know, oh, i forget the name. They needed a, they needed He just wanted to stop, and they didn't want to stop. He's like, "I can't anymore." And they, and they're like, and so they went a few years, and then they started auditioning. Here, you can tell. Or, no, no, go for they it. They started auditioning, looking for lead singers, and 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 somebody showed the, you know, it's pretty widely known now, but somebody showed them a clip of a guy. Saying, singing in a bar and it, you closed your eyes and you thought it was steve perry and he's a guy who had a career in in in, in the philippines you know like kind of wedding singer type thing and had his own band and sung a lot of journey and and then and then they found him flew him out to america and he's been rocking it for like 15 years it's incredible it's Incredible! You know, filling stadiums again
0: And like Shaw blades has music now the dudes from like night ranger and so mm-hmm. like, like everybody's doing songs and, and doing music together Tommy Shaw and Reuben Blades, or... uh...
1: (laughs) Sticks yeah, uh, Sticks or, and they Ranger together but yeah Night Steve Ranger. Perry's solo album there's a, is actually pretty good it was all new songs and came out and that's the stuff you're into no and I wouldn't say that's the stuff I'm okay. into but it's funny um, right over here in Woodbridge Park yeah. if there's a uh, where I take my kids uh, or, or there, there's somebody wrote you can just picture the era but it, it's written in cement I love Steve Perry <laughs> in cement and it's like, amazing it, isn't it it's still there for you to kind of figure it's like 82 or something and I'm like, but you've got the guitars what kind of music do you listen to what kind of music do I listen to? Um, I you know, the worst answer you can say, but I'll say it is that I like all kinds of stuff. However, is that I, your geekdom? Yeah, my geekdom is music yeah. 100%.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and movies too. But 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 music, it's it's, a, it's like my kids are like they, it's like you know, me is to my daughter's manga, is me to rock and roll. Uh, but I'm I, I like a lot of jam band music. I'm into the sure. dead and fish and the Almond Brothers and bands in that world, and and then I like I like heavy metal too. I like Do you know, Guster. I've heard of Guster, okay. yeah. I've heard of them but I don't uh, I don't know them well. And um, and then I like stuff in sort of the alt countryish
0: sure. world like So the- you like the new hootie?
1: I got, no, I got. I got. I haven't heard either. new Hootie, but I got nothing. No shame against no, no, Darius Rucker. Uh, I, I think
0: it's Darius Rucker. Yeah. you know how he got big he, with that other song that, that, with, that with wagon, wagon wheel. wheel. Yeah.
1: Do you know the story? Want to nerd out for a second? Do you know the story of wagon wheel?
0: No, I just know that the Hootie's touring again. Matt yeah. Kelly went to see him again. Right. And, and I was like, oh, I'd go see Hootie again. Yeah. They're playing with the bare naked ladies. I'd, I'd go. Bar- see That's him a again. good '90s show. What's funny is, I think bowling for soup. Or no, real big fish played a very naked lady song, or another song, or uh, they played. No, they, I don't know well, who's the one that did. Um, oh God, uh, All Star?
1: We Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. They, yeah. did a,
0: they did. a joke. They're like, well, everybody thinks this is us anyway, so we're just gonna play it. And they. Played yeah, Smash that's Mouth funny. <laughs> and just like uh, Bowling for Soup played Stacy's mom because they're like, we everybody thinks we did Stacey's everybody Mom. Everybody thinks Bowling. We for did 1985. Which right. is much like Stacy's. We're just gonna play Those it, that and they just played it. Power so they're like, "If we're gonna get credit for
1: Power Pop, we're going credit for something we didn't do. We're doing it." <laughs> I know this may shock some of your listeners, but around that same era, one of my day jobs was I was a bar mitzvah DJ.
0: Oh, that must've been cheesy.
1: You're talking about cheesy. So, so I was playing all that. You know, it was a real big fish and Limp yeah. and you know, and and uh, Blink One Eighty Two, and then all the boy bands too. So, yeah, I, I know it's shocking to think that that guy in that video <laughs> could have possibly. <laughs> gotten grandma to come out on the dance floor and do the
0: chicken <laughs> dance and have an agila But uh, we were about to say about music. Yeah. Um uh, we, oh, we were talking about J.M.M.
1: music yeah. and, yeah. and uh, you you know Darius Rucker and Wagon Wheel. Yeah, yeah, what's the story? About oh, that? it's fucking awesome. Here's some nerd. So so so
0: it's funny because that I, I you could do a whole in, podcast and geeksscape is who are younger like Hootie and the Blowfish was like late 90s band. Right. Everybody's into it, but they're now they're touring again, and that stuff seems to be coming back. Darius Rucker took time off and made a country song... And country album, and like it blew up.
1: Yeah, I mean, he not only made a country album, but he has had a fifteen-year career as a major country artist. Right. It wasn't just one song. Right. He's put out multiple albums, and is well respected in in that world. He's just such a beautiful, soulful voice, and you know, and but that song, "Wagon Wheel," which I had my capo, I play a couple of chords of it. So this this song, it was released by a band called the Old Crow Medicine Show.
0: I pitched on a couple of videos for that. Oh, really? Yeah. Like yeah the,
1: the, and the, and the video for the actual song is quite good. It's quite evocative. It's old timey and it really captures their spirit but but the the it's funny because I stumbled on that I was late comer to this song just uh, about a year ago I just popped up on my feet I was like this is awesome then I learned to play it and I was like this song is so catchy little did I know it had this massive life but it was it was a it was it was cobbled together from Bob a Bob Dylan song so it is actually written by Bob Dylan and Bob Dylan gets writing credit on, on on Wagon Wheel. He there was a yeah, there was a he did some a sound my understanding is he did a soundtrack for a film. And he just you know was kind of playing around with this idea and it, it, it basically on this it's in the bootleggy world of dylan stuff is just this thing of him being like wrong me mama long and we and he basically just says the chorus and then kind of mumbles through the rest of it he clearly hasn't worked it all out sure. and 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 then and so then the the guy from the old Crow medicine show was a dylan like completist yeah and so he knew that that song, he took it, added his own lyrics to it, you know, coming downtown from North Carolina and, and, and then used the Dylan chorus basically, created it, put it out. It blew up for the old, in the world yeah. in their world. Then they, I think, had to go make a deal with Dylan, which he did. So Dylan is saw songwriting credit. Then it kind of you know it it, it helped. It's their biggest song, "Old Core Medicine Show." Then Rock, Darius Rucker took it. It became a massive hit, and and you know people don't know it's a Bob Dylan song. You know he wrote this amazing song, and and from my understanding is there's like. I read a thing where there's like in bars now, karaoke or like bars with like bands that play covers, they'll have signs that say, no wagon wheel.
0: (laughs) It's become the new stairway. This is a no,
1: it's become the new stairway. This is the no wagon wheel zone.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. I wagon wheeled for you. That's really, really funny. so, Geekscape is like that. Is Steve's geekdom is music? That is stuff. my geekdom. Yeah, and, and, oh, what, and one movies. final but, thing. But you're I mean, but you're acting. Yeah, I'm
1: an actor. I'm an actor. Yeah, I'm on Westworld next season. You Dude, can see me this <sighs> season
0: with. Okay, you know what's funny is, that, yeah, I'm I'm looking at the idea of this next Westworld. I yeah. watched the first two seasons. This next one is now. If you guys haven't watched the first two seasons of Westworld, definitely go do it. I thought the second season started like really. It was. It was very. Oh, tough to follow and then you realize why they do it later yeah, on and, and then you put everything together I in your know. head and you're like, oh, that was actually a genius first yeah, few episodes. That's right. I know. But, but I mean, if you're... You
1: had to, if you had to the, hang in there. Yeah. If you watch
0: the first couple seasons, of se- uh, uh, first episodes of season two and you're not into it, just get to Samurai Land or Samurai World or whatever it is, or Shanghai World. Once you realize this, like, I mean, we're, we're, not, we're
1: past the spoiler alert right. on, right? Once you realize there's an Indian Safari World, there's a Shanghai World, you're like...
0: Yeah, once you, you get to Samurai World, I feel like that season really... Clicks and you, in some ways, is superior to season one.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was, it was, it, like you said, it was an elaborate web. Uh, and then with, uh, you know, I, I know because
0: it's who's uh, the um, who Jeffrey Wright's character is uh, Bernard, Bernard, like because it's Bernard's memory, that's right, and Bernard's memory is jumpy.
1: There's competing memories. There's competing happening memories,
0: Bernard, yeah. and you don't. Re- and, and so you're, you're. They put you in Bernard's shoes for those first two episodes, right. where you're like, "Wait, when did this happen?" Yeah. Wait, but when did this happen? And you're, and they don't give you. the, it's like the timeline. It's they don't like, give you titles saying exactly, two months earlier.
1: Exactly. It's like Memento, except you don't know why it. That,
0: it has no order to it.
1: Yeah, and, and you're not told that's what you're seeing. You're told in retrospect, and you have to put it together that that's especially you know that that you were seeing it from multiple but Bernard. But once you catch
0: you. up with Bernard, you're yeah. like. Uh, no, but the season not ends not with thing. Yeah. like them entering our world. Yes,
1: and so I, you know, I know I have you know not a I'm not a big part. It's I think it's a memorable part, but it's not a big one, and I I can't say anything about it. But but I know what you've seen in the trailers, and I really don't know very much because you just do your part. But 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 um but what they they are. I think they really dramatically are changing the direction of the show because, in taking it into the real world, now we're no, it's no longer a western, and now it's this more like you know one of those really a, a, a more of a. I mean, it was science fiction, but more of like a, a contemplative. A, yeah, or, or, or right. Well, it's always got, but more like a. Um, uh, a tradition, a little more traditional, almost from yeah. what I can see from the trailers, because it's like, oh, there's robots in the real world, and sure. it's the future as we know it. It really is the future, it's and everything looks Paul futuristic. Is, and, and I love the breaking Paul's Bads, us. And Aaron Pauls right? in it. Yeah, and there,
0: so there are the robots that we knew from Westworld that look like us, and then right. there's the robots that were that are look like freaking robots that are okay. like the workers. And if you know from the first two seasons, it's about. Equality and whether or not we're like, what's our level of humanity? And, exactly. And now it seems like there's going to be the whole robots' rights thing where That's right. it's like, oh, wait. Yeah, this more, is how they saw it. So like
1: X-Men territory. You yeah, man. Yeah, thematically.
0: I mean, in. In, 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 it's kind of the themes that we're coming at Alex Garland's Ex Machina. Right, you know the end of Ex Machina when this, didn't get through the whole thing. Like, like, take a look at it. Ex- little, uh, did you not? How did, I, it was that just, performance was so damn good? It was
1: just a little slow for me. Okay. I, I, my, I, I little ADD. I mean, oh. I, 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 it was beautiful. But I loved that, that so. movie. Sorry, Geekscape fans, if you didn't hate no, me already, no, no, I didn't no, get through Ex Machina, but Ex Machina I'm was it shot. You know, Give
0: right? Ex Machina another shot because because that both. I mean, all those performances yeah. were really good donald gleason and it, they're all really great I performances think, yeah. And at the end it's like okay well what happens if one of these people who can replicate with like us right is amongst us right or, or exists like us is amongst us like that's the question isn't yep. it
1: and that's in what,
0: westworld they were in westworld it, the, and, and I if think you didn't it, want to fuck with them you don't go to westworld exactly
1: and i think it was very smart to go it's i mean you it's interesting westworld won't be a western anymore you know and what a bold choice to just go we're gonna go and just a different direction. We've done as much as we can with the parks, and now we're in the future. We're in the real world, you know? I
0: mean, Chris Nolan is a genius. Yeah. But there are parts of me that are like, Jonathan Nolan is also a genius. On par with absolutely. his brother. Absolutely,
1: Agreed. Absolutely. On par with his brother. I agree. And yeah. there's not a Helmsworth, There's not a Hemsworth that you can hate. Not. not well, there <laughs> may be one coming in the way You know. don't know I how many right. there are, but agreed.
0: <laughs> it was back during Age of Ultron. Skype had me doing... Uh, they did. They had me do an event with the Avengers and some of you guys may know it I cool. think it's definitely on Skype's uh, maybe I've told this story but it's definitely on Skype's YouTube channel but they had me in a room and the Avengers come in and and uh, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth came in at the same time, and they're all joking with me before the the camera up and they are all like, "Hey man, how's it going?" I'm like, "You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't have to." We all know like, what we're here for. We all know what this is. You don't have to treat me like an equal. Mm-hmm. You don't, I don't even think we would share the same DNA. Yeah, <laughs> like being yeah. in the same room as but those you guys, but you
1: do. But you do. Like, people. Oh my God. It's just you know. But
0: you be in the room with those guys, and you're like, "Oh, those are who I want to be." <laughs>
1: Well listen, you know, I, 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 I you know, tell me if we, we are you no, know, we're riding the leg no. here, but we're
0: talking about the Avengers. This is Geekscape. It's okay, cool. It's like
1: I, I you know I as an actor, I've been in some situations where I've got to work with some big people and they've mm. all you know, the, the interesting thing that when you get into that situation it hasn't happened that much and I'm grateful for the times that, that it has, that you go, Oh, we're just people doing a job. Is it because they're jerks? No, no, no! I'm saying you're okay. not jerks. I, I have <laughs> right. I, I have not experienced a jerky a person. I've experienced people that aren't necessarily social, sure. but we're, they're not near to be my best friend. But my experience has been: listen, as an actor, you. You, you know, and I do other things as well, and yeah. you do all kinds of different you, you things. You gotta
0: hustle, brother. Right, you gotta
1: hustle, exactly. But, but acting, it's a very, you're kind of a small piece of the puzzle. Like, you're sort of a prop. You're sort of a moving prop in a way, you know? I mean, you're there to bring emotion and character, sure. but you're there to also complete someone else's vision. And, and I think the best actors understand that, and they bring what they can to the table. But when I've worked with these big people, you just get, because you have the same job, even though I'm a nobody and they're a star, yes. it's just like, we're both here to get make sure they get the shot. Did they get the shot? Cool, yeah. you know, high five. This is
0: our job. This is our job. We're on and the so, same team.
1: So it's like that person that is the same person that comes into the room for in the interview. They're just somebody who's trying to do a good job.
0: And who know? are the some of the people that you were like, oh, I was on their team for a bit. I got to be, I got to be Steve Kerr on, on Jordan's championship team.
1: So, 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 oh, oh, people that I've yeah. liked. And you're well, like, well, holy crap. See. Well, I mean, listen, uh, there's a lot of people I've met that and worked with that have gone on to be way more fans. Sure. <laughs> yes, be. I used to do growlings with Jimmy Fallon back in the day and Kristen Wigg. I was at the growlings for a long time and Melissa McCarthy and, and Ben Falcone and and um and Stephanie Courtney, who you'll know is Flo, the progressive lady, mm-hmm. and Jim Cashman who's who's the, the gym
0: on those commercials. And none so, of them were like, wait a minute. And, hey Steve, N64. What's that? None of them were like N64. None of them are like. You were the big dog then. I was the big dog then. Do you feel that? Do you feel like you were the big dog in Groundlings at that time? No,
1: I don't. I don't feel like I was in the big dog at Groundlings. I feel like I was competitive. Yeah. But you know, there was like, you know, you 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 know, Will Ferrell was still at the Groundlings when I was there. You yeah. can't feel like the big dog when that level of comedy. Plus, even you know, Jimmy. Jimmy was a tremendous talent. Maya Rudolph. The I, I knew these people were. I I I had tremendous. I was working some.
0: But so were they. And you'd go and hang out afterwards. Yeah, like, we'd all hey, go hang man, out. Hey, man, let's afterwards. talk about their show. Yeah, let's just talk comedy. Well, let's call them. Let's get them. Like, I don't you know, have well, their no, numbers let's, anymore. Let's they have this. not stayed in well, touch. Well, no, I reached you on the internet. We can do this. Yeah, like, I'm not probably not going to do no, that. Steve, no, let's, let's, let's leave I don't it to the know if they remember me these Geeks names I just tweeted out to Wilson McCarthy. I'd rather you didn't, actually. I'm kidding. Please cut this part of the show. So We're messing with you, Geeks Please do not do that. Yeah,
1: don't do that. But yeah, when I think about having rubbed elbows with, I mean, I have met lots of great people, but i a difference
0: and collaborating and rubbing elbows, pal. Oh, oh, you I were did collaborate. I was,
1: and when I think back of when, when when that comes up, I think back of those early years of the Groundlings and and the, how wonderful a lot of those people have, and how I'm at this mediocre house in North Hollywood. No, no, I'm not, no I love no, my life. no, no, and, gonna, no but gonna. I have them. 64, I was, uh, you know, yeah, you were the. First. I was the cow was the king of '90s. But you know, the funny thing is, I ended up doing. And and the, if there's one thing I feel weird about about this thing is that I'm not a gamer. And, like, that's, like, and I ended up doing, I hosted, uh, I remember Metal Gear Solid came out, and they hired me to host this big event at E3. Never, I had to explain to me what it was. I did the Xbox thing. They, they, I, and I always, fa- oh, here's a funny one. This one I think you'll enjoy. Okay. Um, this is just, you know, because ultimately, if we keep talking, you'll see that my life is just a litany of failures.
0: Don't be like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, don't be like that.
1: Failing sideways don't to moderately like up.
0: It's all perspective.
1: So, to, uh, but, but, um. So so, I was doing a lot of these gaming things and other things, you know. But gaming was young, and I was young, and had that, you know. I was Steve from the uh, from the sixty four mailer, and so the G four network—that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the G four network was just starting up. Now it's gone.
0: Oh, you're a shoe in for that. Shoe
1: in, shoe in, shoe in. Sorry, shoe-in. Kevin Pereira.
0: It's this guy. This guy,
1: exactly. Yeah. So this is okay. So they brought me in, brought me back. Brought me back again, shoe in. Shoo in. I'm like, I'm gonna have a job for years now. I'm gonna be the Greg Kinnear of the G4. G4. I'm gonna, G4 Network. you yes. Know, I, I, you know, I will be Chris Hardwick. Oh, Chris Hardwick. Chris we were, Hardwick
0: started on that. Whole we were thing. together
1: at the Groundlings too. Super, yeah. super nice guy, actually.
0: Um, although I think he, he was. He's he, been on Geekscape. Geekscape. Oh, was, really? You can go back and look. Yeah,
1: that. Uh, always kind to me. Always very kind to me. And and I was already well known from Fitmates and from Singled Out and everything. And um and so um, shoe in. Right. She in. So finally, it was just a matter of they were trying to find the right show for me. It clearly. And they so,
0: wanted to. They wanted to the N sixty four guy.
1: They wanted Steve Sobel. They wanted the magic. Right. Um, but they wanted to find the right show show for me. And so finally, it felt like they found the right show for me and had me sit down and, and with the producers of 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 this show and. At the time, again, I wasn't a gamer. They gave me that N sixty four. I played Donkey Kong and a couple other games. I think I just sure. the only game I ever got into was Vice City, because it was Miami, you yeah. know, and brought me back. I love that the game. music and that. And so, so, um, anyways, so finally, I get to this this thing, and and I remember I got uh, magazines at the time. I got gaming magazines, and I read them religiously. And I remember focusing and on games, and I think I got a couple games so I could at least. Frankly, speak the language. Speak the language, and they got in and they and they started asking about online gaming. Fuck. And I remember saying, "Yeah, I don't really online. It was I don't online game. I, I that's something I don't do." And it
0: was just starting. Then. It was
1: really just start starting. This is. You know, I guess World of Warcraft was yeah, maybe two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, World of Warcraft was probably big, right? Not even Not starting. Starting, starting, yeah. starting. Starcraft was probably Starcraft, the thing. Starcraft. I do yeah, It was game the then, early right? days of online. You're probably gaming.
0: playing in X-wing versus Tie Fighter online. Right. Right.
1: And and I remember having made when I started Strike. When I started to take in all this video game information, I remember making a conscious decision that I couldn't go down the road of online gaming because it was like too. Yeah. I couldn't pretend that I knew what that was. Sure. So I just said, nope, I don't do that. That, guess what? It was an online gaming show that they put me up for and I didn't know it. Why did they tell you that? You know what? Did it's you f- know it? I didn't know it. I, I, when I went home, I remember going home and rereading the, 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 the casting no. stuff. And it said, somewhere in there, it said, blah, 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 is online gaming? And, and that, so that's on me. But, but, but not like anybody, my agent or anything, you know, nobody prepped me for it. And it, I mean, it, I felt the room go completely flat. And I, I talked to myself and out of you can a job. feel job. I, I felt the room go flat, wow. and it was too late to backtrack. And I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I, I didn't read it clearly, or I didn't. You know, hey guys,
0: we. I ended um, up playing some online games tonight. <laughs> I'd like to compare. <laughs> hey, you know what? I actually really love it. So fun, you get to communicate with other people. I'm actually saying this from the internet. I've become the Lawnmower Man. I I am the, yes, exactly. Have you guys seen that documentary, Tron? That was me. That's me. Um, Yeah, (laughs) so so Pierce Brosnan put me into the Lawnmower Man. And and now I am 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 online gaming. I'm just going to modem myself over to you right now. World Warcraft is my family tree. (laughs) <laughs> That's fucking brutal.
1: Yeah, and that was the end of my G four experience, and I didn't get it. And then you know it was one of those like watching Chris Hardwick and watching uh, the awesome, Kevin Pereira. What was the lives. show? The uh, the Chris Hardwick show with uh. With,
0: it was talk soup.
1: It was yeah, but there was the the awesome show or with with the girl with the with what's her name with the hot. Uh, anyways, the yeah. funny uh, girl uh, that looks like my wife. Um and uh, <laughs> and um. Uh, anyway, so I was because watching that like show like right
0: for before years. Nerdist took off. He was still yeah. doing G Ford's talk soup version, which That's was like right. a web soup. The,
1: the, the web soup. There was uh, the, your, your viewers will know. I'm sure they're gonna email, but there's there was that one show. It was a comedy show. Mm-hmm. It was like the awesome show or spectacular, and it was comedy and it was jokes. It was sketches, and it was Hardwick hosted it and a couple other people. It was a good show, and I remember watching going. Fuck, <laughs> fuck them. Online gaming. Fuck them. Anyways, so
0: that was that You're was putting cheese whiz on crackers.
1: Fuck them. So so vid- it to the, to anybody listening, that's like, well, fuck you for hosting this. I don't know if anybody would feel like this. This. These I things.
0: really. Geekscape is really hope after having listened to him for an hour. You're not, You're like, like, not fuck you. acting like that you because you'd be a scumbag. <laughs> I got mine for not being a gamer. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. Anything you ma- you throw at him. He did to himself by saying, I don't play online exactly. games. Exactly. That's what he gets for not being PC Master Race back in the day. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, Steve. Uh, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. I'm excited to see you in, um, yep. I was already excited for, um, for Westworld cool. Season 3. Cool. But now I'm super excited cool. um, to see your character. You know, and as you said, you're like, maybe it's an episode or this and that, but I want to see it. I don't care. I I like that you landed on your. You know, it's all perspective. I think you landed on your feet. Yeah. I think that, I mean, as cringeworthy as that N sixty four video is, so are all of your high school photos, (laughs) Geekscape. So are any of these people aren't taking your high school photos? Well, maybe you are in this age. Right. Nobody's putting them all over the internet, and definitely, if anybody's putting it all over the internet, it's you okay so like with the instagram the twitter the exactly. the self-gratification stuff like that and i don't blame you for that you, can, I, you know i'm guilty of it sometimes as well and this is geekscape if anything is a shrine to me existing it's this quite the shrine um this is the age where we're putting our own stuff out there we're trying to be like hey look at what i did look at this life i lived and we're all trying to validate ourselves in some form um, someone did that for Steve. <laughs> yeah. Someone someone involuntarily put that stuff, put Steve's old baby photos on the internet. <laughs> right. Um, let's put your baby photos on the internet and take a couple swipes at them. I don't think that's fair. But um, that being said, your baby photos definitely aren't as cool as Steve Sobel's N64 video. Um, and I'm the kid who went, I, you know, I, you've heard the Nintendo Championship story when I went to, with my dad in 1991 or two. Right. and. Got myself a cool T-shirt and crapped out and totally choked. And, uh, and I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, and I don't think, I don't think Steve would either.
1: No, no. No, I, I ju- you know, it got me started. It, t- it said I was doing something right. As wild and wacky as it was, somebody wanted me and they wanted what I was selling. And, and so, and here I am still doing my thing today. So it is all good.
0: Amen to that, geeks. Um You can follow Steve on Twitter. He's on Instagram. Sure. Um, search for Steve Sobel. Yeah, Steve
1: Sobel three oh five.
0: And then um, obviously, Geekscape.net dot net is our brand new website. We got a bunch of stuff up there. All the old articles and all the old contents on there. It just looks a little nicer. And then uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that stuff. Uh, so listen, next week's episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get it for, to you guys. I'm I'm going to Russia. Uh, how's that happening? I'm gonna go speak at a conference in Russia. Um, so is if so I don't come back, search the Gulag. Uh, I probably. Ran my mouth a little too much um, But I'm going over to Crimea Which I don't know Is that Russia? Is that annex I don't know. Okay, well, I, I just hope my credit cards work <laughs> That being said uh, I hope to be back uh, Within a week um, I'm supposed to be back the 9th If I'm not Again Search the gulag on Google Maps And just really zoom, zoom, zoom in <laughs> And maybe you'll see me breaking rocks um, Can I make that joke? I don't know But uh, Geeks gave us um, That's the story I hope you get the next episode um, but this episode's been awesome and I love having Steve on here I hope all of you guys follow him uh, push Steve watch Westworld season 3
1: come at me bro
0: jump on his IMDB <laughs> and be like oh he was in that I'm gonna watch it touch
1: me big monkey touch me just for good
0: measure just for good measure uh, love you geekscapist. thank you for being supportive all this time and if you enjoyed this episode share it with your friends Hit that share button. If you're whatever podcaster, I'm sorry, whatever podcaster you're listening to this (laughs) on, uh, go ahead and hit that five stars and share it with your friends. Write a review. That stuff helps our visibility so much when you leave a five star review and leave us a little bit of a review. That stuff really helps Geekscape. Um, And we have brand new shirts up in the web store and all that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. You get it. Hope to get you an episode next week. Geekscape forever. Steve, thank you so much. You
1: got it. My pleasure. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.